Dude, did you see the new Kanye video from last night? Also with Skeet? With Skeet, yeah, he buries a claymation Skeet alive. Does he? Yeah. Kind that, of fucked. That claymation freaks me out whenever I see it. It's a very eerie video. I gotta watch it. It's, I mean, I like aesthetically, I do like it. I just wish he wasn't being so mean, threatening to bury someone alive, especially because he's been out dating God knows how many girls. It's just such a bad look. Who's Skeet? No, Kanye. Oh, he's been out dating a ton of girls, but then Kim dates one guy and he threatens to bury him alive. I think publicly, he's being tongue in cheek. I think Kanye, you think probably. I mean, I'm sure he's like, you can like, there's always like, you can always just say, oh, he's doing it for artistic purposes, but he's, I don't know. He's just being an ass, I think. Has Pete commented on it? Like no, he, he hasn't come out and said anything. He doesn't even have social media, so that's, I don't think, I don't think he's thing. been on SNL the last few episodes. Oh, really? He's probably afraid for his life. What is Kanye going to do? Rap about him? <laughs> Make some new shoes about him? Yeah. I don't know. Still scary. We. I don't think I'd want someone making a music video about me. <laughs> Kanye coming after you. <laughs> yeah, Kanye drops the Matasaurus Rex diss. I'm fucked. That would be so I knew bad. this would happen. Oh, I knew it. He, he saw me liking Kim's pictures on Instagram. <laughs> now he's coming after me. <laughs> also, this is Claymation, so this, this took a while to make. Yeah. Well, the song came out a while ago. Right, but Claymation doesn't take like a week. I'm like. sure he has a team, too, helping him out. Yeah, I suppose. But, yeah, no, that took a while, so he thought about it. Right. Just awful. I don't know. It just gives me just a Wait, such a hold on. Feeling. Hold, hold on. on. Yeah, hold on. Hold, hold on. The fun. Hold yeah, on. go for it. Chicken run. Chicken run. Yes. That was claymation. That was claymation. How long did that take to make? I bet that took years to make. So, how long <laughs> did chicken. it take to make chicken run? And how, and how come during that whole process they didn't think, oh, this is a stupid idea? <laughs> I get bored making a TikTok for two days. I don't know. Okay. How, Jesus. Three and a half years it took to make Chicken Run. And they had to research the film to a chicken farm in Yorkshire. Why? So what that, what that tells me, all right, I know this was 2000, but like nowadays it'd probably take a, what, six months to a year to make? Yeah. So how long have they been dating? Uh, Kim and Skeet? Yeah. Not long. Do you think this is all fake? You think it's all publicity? I think so. It could be. I would not be shocked. That that is the feeling I've been getting lately about just everything in entertainment. It's all distraction. October, eight months. So he, like right away, he probably started this. So he started this claymation right when they started. That yeah, is the definition of rent free. Or it's been a year in the process. Well, I think Kim and Pete have like broken up. I'm oh. not super plugged into the situation. I'm not either. But Obviously. I think, yeah, clearly, but still, yeah, just weird. Yeah, it might all be fake. I would not be surprised with how crazy some of it's been. It literally just might be to help boost his album sales, and then Kim gets money out of it, and Pete maybe just gets left out to dry. Right, well, then he's got a Netflix documentary out right now, too, Kanye. That's very true. So. That could be the case. Thank God nothing fake happens in sports. I know, right? Sports are so just true and authentic. Yeah, there's nothing. It's all, you know. It's all natural as human beings. Hundred no, percent no human story. Human stories. Right. No, none of the Hollywood fa la la right. bullshit. <laughs> uh, no performance enhancing things happening. In Absolutely sports. no. It's humans with human struggles. Right. Doing human things with crooked refs. A little bit. That's why I always love the argument when like. Uh, comic book nerds and superhero nerds go back and forth like talking shit about each other like you guys are literally both nerds about the exact same thing you're both saying oh my thing's about human struggles and like real stories 
like that's the argument sports fans will make and that's the argument like comic book oh yeah nerds but then like make. sports fans will make fun of nerds yeah and nerds just aren't strong enough to make fun of sports fans well we're all into something that's weird and like i don't know sort of counterculture air quote what are you into that's weird wrestling pro wrestling oh yeah that, i would say that's weird probably i definitely felt some type of way when you told me you were a pro wrestling fan right and not even like a bad thing i was just like oh that's different and, and you're a drake fan so it's kind of you know drake is the opposite of counterculture <laughs> anyone who dislikes drake is counterculture i would say drake is the most milk toast thing to like <laughs> for anyone well what's your weird thing then my weird thing that i'm into um i get pretty into like certain like tiktokers or youtubers and stuff like that and like i'll follow like their story off of their videos so just like stuff internet like personalities yeah it, yeah niche internet micro celebrities i would say but yeah and I, again i think most people have that yeah i think weird. so too i think everyone's got a thing yeah, everyone's got their own. Niche. I mean, some people keep up keep up with the Kardashians. That's a thing too. <sighs> Obviously, we haven't been keeping up with the Kardashians. Well, the keeping up with the Kardashians ended, and now they're just doing the Kardashians. They took a year off, and now they're doing a new reality show. Oh, it's just called the Kardashians. See, I can't keep up. I can't. We, we got to keep up. I can't. I don't know what else. What's this podcast for? If we're <laughs> now that the NFL's over, we got we got to switch to the Kardashians. The Goose Egg Kardashian podcast. Yeah, we once a week. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to the Goose Egg Sports Podcast. By the way, that was a long intro. That was. We tried. Um, March is here. I would argue March is a number is the number one sports month of uh, the no. year. Uh, what do you think? It is November. November. I like November a lot. What for? What reason? Football is kind of full fledged going. College basketball starting. NBA starting. So you like you like fresh beginnings. Yes. See, I like endings. <laughs> so I think. March. I even would argue May is an elite sports month. Like and like Western and Eastern Conference Finals. I get really into those. Yeah, I mean May is just an underrated month in general. That's my birthday month. Thank you. Oh. May is the. I would say March is an underrated month though overall. I think March is top five. Yeah, my it's my birthday month. So. Well, that's why. Yeah, that's obviously. What, I would say yeah, March is good too. Yeah, you've been watching a lot of college basketball these past. Few uh, weeks? I have. I watched the Wisconsin Purdue game. Great game. It was a great game. Uh. Purdue's center Edie is a freak. He's like a seven foot post monster. Well, it's be nice. You could, you could say great player instead. <laughs> I do love when analysts will say just will just be they get so creative with their description of the player. Like, oh, that guy is a freak of nature. He's a monster. He's a psycho. It's like you could just say he's a good player. I don't like. We have, I get what you're doing for like a narrative sake, but you might be like planting some seeds of doubt in that person's head. Well, that's see, a real that, person. That's the wrestling fan of me. I have to like sell it. I have to like yeah. make it sound more grandiose. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Give them some bona fides. You know what I'm saying? Jesus, these are some big words. Throwing. We haven't done any big words on this podcast in a while. Yeah, uh, I like Purdue. Wisconsin played. The, played Those kids played their hearts out. They did. <laughs> <laughs> so me, me and my brother have a joke. The state basketball tournaments are about to happen. Yep. Across probably everywhere. Yep. Everywhere. And like the North Dakota like state basketball championship always has the most North Dakota people announcing. Oh yeah, and like with the very thick accents, mm -hmm. and it seems like once a game, like there's be a team playing well, and one of the color commentators will say, "Oh, those kids are just playing their hearts out." 
Just like forgetting the actual analysis of the sports right. and just turning into a parent, basically. Yeah, yeah. Just turning into mom mode. That's the most mom thing ever. You could get blown out by 50 <laughs> and your mom will still come up to you after the game. Oh, sweetie, you played your heart out. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the most mom shit ever. Yeah, because like he has like nothing else to say. And he's like, oh, I have no analysis. Like, all right, go to the safety. Those kids are playing their hearts. Pretty out. much. And they could just be walking around on the court, not giving <laughs> down a Down by 20. 100%. Yeah. You can't be playing your heart out if you're down by more than 10, I would say. <laughs> yeah do you get like in a like state basketball at all a little bit i was really into it like when i was in high school yeah i'm more so uh college i would say right it but feels I, weird for me to follow high schoolers with no affiliation to them. i think i think once you reach like your 30s and 40s you start to appreciate high school basketball more i think so too i want to follow that more and more and i more. would agree i think they're i think now that i'm in my 20s i'm still just into like the sleek I guess of college basketball and pro sports but I think yeah once you get like old enough where like when you're parent age I yeah when you're parent age when you like someone like if you have kids playing or if like your friends have kids playing or you just like I think you get older you just like yeah I think you just get more invested in your local community too mm-hmm. as you get older when you're in your 20s you're still like oh I still like might move around like there's still a whole world to see but when you're 30s or 40s you're more likely to be staked into one community invested in that and you probably like know the coach of that team yeah, and you just have some of sort of connection there. Like my dad, he follows high school basketball and none of his kids have been in high school for five plus years at this point. Yeah, yeah. But he'll like still watch the games. Yeah. Like he will like, he will like, bless his heart, he will like try and find it on YouTube somewhere. He's looking for like Sioux Falls, Washington football. And he's like, there's like three people watching live that like some shitty like kid is like, <laughs> yeah. is like, is doing live, like part of the journalism program for the school. And it's probably like they're filming on an iPad. Yeah, but it's shaking all the time or they'll, or he won't even realize like he's missing half the plays. But my dad will watch every single week. He watches every single high school football game. Wow. He used to coach for them too, though. So he's, oh, he still yeah. has some sort of a connection. Okay. But. Yeah, he, like you just get invested. I think when you're just invested in the community, mm-hmm. and you just, I think you appreciate like how hard the kids work too. I, they they play a, their hearts out. Yeah, that's a guaranteed like kid <laughs> thing. Because like dads will watch one NBA player walk on a court once and then swear they'll never watch the NBA <laughs> again. Yeah. Dads hate the NBA. Most dads hate Dude, the there's, NBA. There's nothing dads hate more than the NBA besides maybe LeBron. Why is that? Why do dads despise it's, the NBA so just much? A, I think it's an effort thing. Yeah, they, they watch like one regular season game. Yep, exactly. They they, ne- they never watch like a playoff game. Like the one time this last year, my dad and I watched the Bucks Suns like closeout game together, and that game he was really into because like both teams were playing really hard. Right, they're playing. But the yeah, out. if they're gonna tune into like a January Lakers game just to w- hate watch LeBron, yeah, it's not gonna go well. And then they'll be like an old head like. NBA is not what it used to be. Yeah, now when Kareem was back in the league. Right. Yeah, George Mikan was. Dads love Kareem. Oh, yeah, yeah. They love him, and that's about it. Bill Walton. Bill Walton they like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steve Nash they liked kind of like 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, who else would they like? They like, uh, I think they like Luca now. <laughs> Yeah, they like. There's a, there's a common thread here. I'm not gonna there, go. There's, I'm not you guys gonna go know there. the common denominator that's happening. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, dude, I don't know what it is. Dads just hate the NBA, mm. and I I try so hard to like. I don't even try. I don't try that hard anymore to get my dad into. I used to like the last five years. I'm like you gotta watch. Like there's so many great players like right now. I'd say the league is probably deeper in talent than ever before. Yeah. And like now, every time I go home, like probably within half an hour of the conversation, he's like, "Yeah, I just nothing on TV to watch. I just can't watch that NBA oh, <laughs> anymore." Yeah, might as well just pop in some old high school highlights. Pretty much, I think they'd be happier if like there was just an NBA rerun channel where they could just rewatch like old Kareem games. 
Yeah, NBA NBA Network does that sometimes in the offseason, but yeah. Other than that, um, speaking of the devil, so going back to the college basketball thing. Yep. I like my pick to be in the Final Four is Arizona. I saw them play USC the other night. Holy buckets! They good? good. Yes, they can do fast breaks. They can hit the three. Very athletic guys they have on their team. I think they could. I think they could beat Gonzaga. So when you're looking for like a team that like might be that Cinderella team or might be just a team that can make it far in the tournament, what are you looking for? Because I think what you look for is probably different than I look for. Because you actually follow college basketball pretty. I look on like how if they can go on big runs. Okay. If they can look like an NBA team. Basketball is a game of runs. Yes. Yeah, it's a good one. Yep. You football football's a game of inches. Basketball's a game of runs. Soccer's a game of angles. Yeah. Um, just like stretching the floor. If you can hit a three at any point of the game. Mm-hmm. If you can just absolutely fucking bury good teams. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. I mean, they buried USC. They beat them by like 15, I think. Mm-hmm. So and they were like a conference rival too. Yeah. So that's another big uh checked box there too that's kind of what i look for when for like dark horse teams i'm just seeing if they can like make a comeback at any point yeah if they can keep any game close uh like especially if they play well in the second half this Mm -hmm. is obviously pretty obvious analysis but that's what people are here for right if they can like always just kind of be in the game and have a nun on their team that's usually what i look for i think the thing i look for most is what teams are the most calm in the last two minutes? Because there's like memes about this and stuff, but every March Madness game, the last like 30 seconds are fucking chaos. The yeah. ball's always like rolling around on the floor. Guys are like falling over each other. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm used to watching the NBA, so I'm always expecting a foul to be called to like stop the action, but it never is. Like the last, there's nothing more chaotic than the last 15 seconds of a March Madness game. Yeah, I love college basketball refs. Yeah. They I, I do enjoy that games. as well. It's a really nice like change of pace from the NBA. Yeah, because they will let a lot of shit go. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate them much yeah. more in the NBA. If you, yeah, if you watch the last 10 seconds, it's literally guys will fall over each other. Like the balls and the balls just like rolling and everyone like watching is like standing up. The coaches are just screaming. Coaches are like on the court half the time. Like might as well go pick up the ball and shoot it themselves. Fucking Bruce Pearl is always on the court for Auburn. He's Auburn's mm-hmm. head coach. Like he is like sometimes five yards away from the sideline. <laughs> yeah. Like, then the refs. How, like, yeah. How no do they warning. never call that? I don't know. They may. They might do. But there was one game. And it was Auburn, Florida, a couple of weeks Saturdays ago, and like it was like the last minute of the game. And Bruce Pearl is just like walking up and down, like he's yeah. almost like he's over the three point line on the baseline. Mm-hmm. And it's like what the refs is not doing anything. I love it. I love when the coaches like that's like their one chance where like their little kid will come out. There's like some coaches who will like jump up and down and like wave mm-hmm. their arms and do that shit and just like screaming incomprehensible things yeah, yeah it's such like just pure untapped emotion it's madness shit and it's in march Fuck. oh yeah full Dude. circle <laughs> <laughs> that's madness man that is yeah no i, I that's a, it's very aptly named mm-hmm. but yeah i'd say i just look for the teams that are the calmest in the last like two minutes just kind of how crazy it is and i still i'm a sucker for like one having like one superstar or like one player that can take over a game right it's a lot less noticeable in college than it is in the nba just because you recognize the faces and the names and stuff but you'll notice it like you'll notice the teammates will start to look towards one player to like kind of step up and make a play right yeah and you and every now and then you do get those like bona fide superstars like a zion or a frank frank kaminsky stuff like that mm-hmm. Two very different players that <laughs> just threw together there, but 
Yeah. Keep an eye on Auburn Jamari Smith. He's a very good player. Is he? Yes. He's like 6'10". He can shoot the three. Yeah. Very good player. So you like Arizona as a Final Four team? Yeah, and maybe win it all. Really? Uh, I, it was plus 900 for them to win it all, and I put a bet in. So Let's go. Mm-hmm. I like Providence, I think. I, I don't watch the Big East enough. I don't yeah. know anything about I, I barely do either, but I've bet on them the last few weeks, and it's worked out really well for me, so I think I'm going to ride with Pravi. I always like the. I always bet on like when we do brackets in grade school or whatever. Yep. I'd always put Xavier in like the final four. Yeah, we've talked about this. I think just like we, there's certain names that always like if I'm gonna go like yeah Xavier versus like Ohio U or something like that. I'm gonna take Xavier just because they have a cooler name. Or like yeah, Miami of Ohio. It's like oh that's cool. Yep, Xavier. Uh, uh, Loyola. Mm-hmm. Loyola always gets to first at least through the first round for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Mason used to be back in the day. They, yeah, they made that big run, and then I, I like always picked them to go far. Mm-hmm. Like the, the years following, I had a thing. I think I'm gonna stop doing it this year because it's just starting to screw me over. And now that I'm like playing brackets for money since I'm a grown up, I had this thing where every single year, at least one bracket, usually like my main bracket, I will have Ohio State winning it all if they're in the tournament. Mm. I don't. I think it's because the one year I didn't like. I think the first year I ever made a bracket, Ohio State like won. It also, and I like. I've always liked Ohio State for some reason. I've always like been a big Buckeye fan. Yeah. So every single year, I pick Ohio State to win it all in like my main bracket. In the last like six years, I think they've lost in the first round. (laughs) (laughs) So it just hasn't worked out for me. So I think I'm gonna break that this year. I'm still gonna have them winning in one bracket if they are in. But I think they're ranked 23 right now. They're close. I think somewhere they're kind of on the tipping point. Yeah. So I think I'll still do it for one. Are you a just make one bracket guy? Or you do you make like all? I'll I'll do like an online bracket. Um, I'll do an office bracket, and then I'll probably just do another with my family. I see. I'm a guy who makes all like all 25 that ESPN allows you to on the like on the app. You're cheating though. Is it though? Yeah. Well, the reason I do that is because of. Uh, Warren Buffett's offer if okay. anyone has a perfect bracket out there win a billion dollars to me I'm just buying extra lottery he's tickets lying. for free he's lying he would I think he would he's do lying. it if someone had a perfect bracket dude I used to have he's so he's such a liar in college <laughs> I was going through like a I wouldn't even call it a breakup we weren't even dating but it was like my first real like heartbreak I would say and I spent week and it was right when March Madness happened and I spent weeks just fantasizing like I had this just deep fantasy in my head that like I was I had a perfect bracket and I was like going on news I was going on like the Today Show <laughs> like talking about it and I was like going to the game and it was the most detailed intricate fantasy I've ever had in my life and it would it would go on for weeks and it was like the only thing that would keep my mind off of like yeah my brackets gonna be perfect and I'm gonna like become a celebrity <laughs> I'm gonna become a billionaire and I'm gonna come flying over this campus in a helicopter, blasting whatever you like by TI and just throwing money on the whole, <laughs> the whole campus. And then by, and then the bra- then the season came around. I like started researching because I'm like, I'm going to make this happen. And then first I was eliminated the first game. <laughs> uh, yeah. I didn't think you got very far either. No, God, no, it was, but yeah. I, so just, in your, okay. Back up. Yeah, yeah, you part of your fantasy was beyond the today show. Because I was going to become like, so after, because the, usually there's not a perfect bracket left after even the first weekend. So after the first weekend, Sports Center was going to do a little feature. I'm like, hey, there's still some oh, guy there's left. Only and then after the second that. weekend, I was like, oh shit, this might be for real. Today's show is going to have me on. Because then it was going to be like, oh, like, because now <laughs> these teams why, are, because now, like, show? because so, like, 
I, I don't remember who I had winning at all, but like I think because uh, it was gonna be like public information that like who my bracket is, so like everyone knows like who I'm rooting for, and then like the team would invite me to like the locker room to hang out with them because I'm like part of the team <laughs> since I picked them, and like I'm rallying around them, and then like yeah, Today Show would have me on. I would be at the games and like they would do like little cutaways to me. They would do cut. There was gonna be at the end there as when it was like my team was gonna win by ten. And like the cutaway was that I was going to be like giving Kendall Jenner my phone number because like as the TV cut on me and I was like, look at the camera and be like, ah, and that was, gonna, that was like the pinnacle of the whole thing. I can't believe I've, I've never said this out loud to anyone before, but I had, it was the most detailed. It, it would, every single time I was walking to and from class, cause it was like, I was at university of Minnesota. It was cold and the walks are pretty long between yeah, like stuff. So yeah, you just like have a lot of time. I would blast like, ti or just whatever and I just had a lot of time to like really picture this huh and i'm a big like fantasy like my in my head i'm doing a lot of fantasies usually and that was just the most detailed one i've ever had wow but okay. yeah the today show i was gonna i had my outfit picked out and everything yeah go shake matt lauer's hand yeah, yeah at that time show. it would have been at that yeah. time it would have been matt lauer yeah <laughs> just hope he doesn't invite me to his office <laughs> yeah hey matt why don't you come back here oh uh, yeah but yeah so <laughs> Maybe this is the year, though. <laughs> Maybe this, I think if I get a perfect bracket, I would not. Obviously, I would not shut up. about you guys would just never see me again if I want to be. Yeah, you'll dollars. be on the Today Show. Yeah, exactly. Do you think ever in your life you'll be on the Today Show? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why, but I I do have a feeling. I'm also riding pretty high right now. Like overall, I f- I feel very great about myself today. I don't know what it is. That's Something's good. in the air. I think I, I had a really good workout this morning. I had a really good night last night. So oh, nice. Yeah, That's good. good for you. So yeah, I do think I'll be on the Today Show, but I would not do that first. I would do CBS this morning before the Today Show. Oh, and then talk to Nate. Exactly. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yep. Cool. Anyway, so, <laughs> that got a little derailed. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you guys stuck with me through my <laughs> fantasy talk there. Uh, you want to t- talk a little bit about Duke? I'm actually kind of in the dark about what's going on with them right now, but so Duke plays North Carolina this week. For it will probably be the last time, right? Uh, Duke UNC. With, with Coach K. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not the last sorry, time. Ever. Sorry. Yeah. Unless a fucking missile hits us all. Um, <laughs> but Coach K's last game. Um, and Coach K has put a special request into the NCAA for to be in an NCAA tournament. Usually Duke is in the East, but now they want to be in the Midwest because Coach K's hometown is in Chicago. And I feel like I think that's where they're playing like the regional tournaments. Does he have that type of poll? It's a special request. So maybe it'll go through. I could see them doing that just for the TV bonus, I guess. But I think people watch Duke regardless. That's very true. Whether they're fucking- Especially because every game has a possibility of being his last. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. That's interesting. I guess, does he just want like his family to be able to come? or? Yeah, I think that's part of it. Plus, I don't know, Coach K is a pretty big dude. He like is stat, not physically. Nice physically. He's like, what, 5'6"? I think something like that. He looks like a tiny man. He does. How tall is he? Uh, he looks like a. I always think he looks like one of the Keebler elves, like who live in the tree and make the shitty fudge cookies. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Also, his name. Stupid. Is, it, it, Krzyzewski. It should be Krzyzewski. It should Kr- be Krzyzewski. It's Krzyzewski, right? Yeah. Chris. Yeah. It's a f- stupid ass name. How dare his parents give him that last name and then just name him Mike with the first name? Well, thank God he went by Coach K. Yeah. 100%. He would not have the legacy if he didn't have that nickname. Coach K, yeah. Yeah, because no one on ESPN would talk about him. Uh, oh, he's 5'10". Ten. Oh, so that's not super short. I'm, JJ Redick is 6'4". That oh, surprises me. Roy Williams and him are the same height. Yeah. Anyway, 
yeah. Regardless. I, that, no, that's very that's very interesting though. I don't think I can't imagine to that's ever really been a thing where like a coach has made a request to like had had just like the confidence like I can make this request to change our whole conference and like have it be a legitimate request that the, the league might actually like bend to. Yeah, and I'm fifty fifty on it if NCA will do it or won't do it. Yeah. I don't really know. The NCA just seems like they get everything wrong these days. And so probably they probably won't. I, is it is it unfair? Like what? Because would like the other Midwest teams be like, screw this, we can't have like Duke coming in here. I mean, I don't know if you give them that much power. Have, yeah, have a coach bigger than yeah. That sets a kind of a bad precedent. precedent. Yeah. yeah. So I think they shouldn't do it. I would think I would agree. Yeah, it's a little weird. And it just feels like, I mean, he's been coaching for like fifty years or something. Probably I not fifty. Seventy five, somewhere in there. But. Like, if anyone wanted to come watch him from his hometown, they probably had a lot of opportunities to do it. <laughs> does, does anybody have a fucking YouTube TV around? Here? Yeah, does he have a fucking... <laughs> what, what type of bum family? Like, oh, yeah, if you're ever in town, we'll come watch you play. He's probably, it's probably what it is. He probably has, like, an uncle or something. He's like, yeah, if you're ever in town, let us know. We'll probably swing by. And right. then he's, they, they actually get to go there, and he, like, looks up into the stands, and they're not there. He's like, ah, oh, shit, sorry. I had <laughs> just, like, some shitty assics. He's like, yeah, we ended up going to a movie instead. We're pretty tired. We were out pretty late last night. We were pretty tired. Sorry, man. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like he could get a PJ anywhere, private jet. Yeah. So Ooh. like, why wouldn't he like fucking do that? Like, I don't get it. I don't. Maybe he just wants to sleep in his childhood home in Chicago. Maybe. Do you think know. he's going through a little bit of a like three fourths life crisis that he's like Probably. trying to figure something out? Oh yeah. He wants to. Yeah, he wants to sleep in his childhood bed. He wants to <laughs> do a slow walk around the hometown. You know, you know what he wants to do? He wants to be that guy who like made it from like like every this happens every year. That night before Thanksgiving, you go back to your hometown and everyone's like, you go out to the bar. At least this happens in your 20s. You go out to the bar and you're like talking to everyone. And you're kind of like st- like puffing out your chest a little bit like, oh, I've been doing so-and-so. Like, oh, I just got married or, oh, I just got promoted at work. Yeah, yeah. He wants to do one of those. He wants to go out to his hometown bar the night before. He's like, oh, yeah, I just uh, completed a 50-year coaching career and I'm the, probably the best college coach of all time. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> got eight do, what, what have you been up to? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're working at an auto body shop. Okay. Nice. Oh, that's nice. that's probably fun. He probably get flexible hours with that. That's what, that's all he wants to do. He wants to go flex to his hometown friends who haven't like just haven't been paying attention to him whatsoever. He's like, yeah, I got this tournament in town. Yeah, I'm here for work. Yeah. <laughs> that's exact. That's the only reason he wants to do this. He wants, yeah, that's ridiculous. Don't let him do it. It's madness, but it's my life. <laughs> it's madness. That's going to be the name of his movie eventually. Madness? This is madness. Yeah, I like that. But it's my life. Um, Yeah, That so ESPN's doing a huge broadcast this weekend on the Tar Heels versus the Blue Devils. I'll be checking it. Do we have a line for it out yet, do we think? I don't know. I didn't check. I'm a, definitely Duke is favorite, probably by double digits. Yeah, is UNC good this year? Not really. Okay, so it'll probably be a bit of a blowout and duke pre uh duke beat him by like i think 20 this year when Ooh. it was at north carolina so. Ooh, yeah so it'll probably be rough also and then like jay billis is announced in the game i had thought about jay billis like i always think like like the kirk herb streets of the world the jay billis of the world like i feel like all they know is college basketball and if you were to ask him about any other sport, they would have no fucking I idea. I a hundred percent believe that about Kirk Herbstreit. I don't know Jay Billis that well, but I know exactly. I I don't think they know that much about any other conversation. I think you could be at like a dinner party with them and be like, "Yeah, the shit in Ukraine is really crazy right now." He's like, "Not as crazy as the recruiting class where Ohio State looks this year." <laughs> yeah, just cannot like read the room whatsoever. Kirk Herbstreit have I've like looked him up. He he does like say he all he does is watch college football tape like year round. Right, and then maybe a little bit NFL, but like I feel like if you ask about NBA questions, you have no idea yeah do you think he knows like who donovan mitchell is or anything like that 
yeah, definitely doesn't look like John Morant is. Or no. Yeah. I just always think of that in my head. Like, it, I don't know if I would enjoy it. Like, as a sports fan, I enjoy being, like, slightly invested in multiple leagues. I don't think I would enjoy just being a fan of one league. Right. You want to be, like, a Colin Coward type. Thank where you, you. Where you watch <laughs> everything. Yeah, I think I think that's more fun. And I just think that gives you stuff to do more year-round. Like, I... I don't think I'll ever be that guy. I, in fact, I, w- I actually was that guy in seventh and eighth grade in middle school. In middle school, I was super invested in all NFL. I'd watch every single combine. I'd watch like replays when I missed stuff because I was at school. <laughs> so stupid. Big it, football. It was, the reason it was is because I waited for the carpool and I watched NFL Network while I waited for the carpool. So I just got invested because uh, I was watching it every single day. Yeah. But sense. I'm glad I don't do that now. Like, I don't think I'll watch any of the combine this year. I don't think I'll pay attention to the draft until like a few weeks before the draft. Uh, yeah, I'll be. If fight, there's quarterbacks, I always get into the draft, yeah. but there's not a good quarterback this year, really. Uh, Malik Willis, and then Kenny Pickett. Yeah, that's about it. But is it this is probably the most wide open the first overall picks been in a long time? Sounds like Evan Neal right now. Well, I think the Texans might try and trade it. Even trade is it, it is the Texans? Right? No, it's the Jaguars. Yeah, the Jaguars have the first overall pick. Te- Who is it now? I think it's the Jaguars. Oh, wow, football guys, we are. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into our sports <laughs> podcast, people. I Jesus. forget now. I would bet you it's the Jaguars. How much? $5. I'll bet Texans. Okay. Fuck. Let's go. Texans aren't even. T- oh, they're three. Let's <laughs> oh, yeah, go. The well, yeah, so the Jaguars aren't going to be looking for a quarterback. They'll probably want to try. Actually, I've heard there's a lot of good, like, line. It's a good, like, lineman draft. Meat yeah. and potatoes draft is what they call yeah, it. Yeah, Evan Neal, he's a left tackle. Okay, so, yeah, they'll probably do that. When's the last time that happened? It was, like, Eric Fisher or something? I think so. Yeah. Jake Long. Jake Long. Great name. <laughs> Amer- the American Dragon. Howie's boy. It is Howie's, Howie's boy. Was it? Isn't that Chris Long? Both. No, they're not. Jake Long. They're I'm, not brothers. I'm about 80% sure they're brothers. I do not think they are. They would have talked about that more in the draft process. <laughs> I think they did. I don't think that. Jesus Christ, where was I when this happened? Jay, wait, you could be right. I don't think they are. I think they would have for sure talked about that in the draft process. Let's go. Fuck. Two for two. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, you know what happened? I got him and Kyle Long mixed up. Jake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because Jake Long wasn't even that good, I don't think. He was okay. Yeah, I don't think he ended up being like a franchise saver. That's got to suck when you draft, when you use your first round pick on a left tackle and they end up sucking. <laughs> no I mean, that, that happened with the Vikings. Well, yeah, he had one good year, but then that's it. Like, that's like when you, when, like, because when you draft a quarterback, like, you know, like, hey, this guy might bust or whatever. You draft a receiver, you draft all that stuff. But then when you draft a line, when your team drafts a lineman, you're like, hey, we're making the safe bet. Like, it sucks right now. Like, our draft kind of sucks. We're not going to go buy a jersey or anything. But we'll have stability for 10, 12 Exactly. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, you're just like, fuck. Yeah, it's a completely wasted. I might be, this might be very naive of me, but how do scouts miss on offensive linemen? Like, don't, wouldn't you they just, like, know, like, hey, they're, they're fast, they're strong, and they can block? Could be just a mess. Again, I, yeah, I, I might just be completely naive here, but yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. Because like quarterbacks, like it's it's so much between the ears. Running backs too. Like, how do you miss on running backs? I feel like running backs have probably the easiest translation from college to the NFL. Well, that's why they don't really get drafted any. Because you can pick exactly. a running back off the street, hundred percent. It's very plug and play. But like, how did Trent Richardson bust? Yeah, he just had bad vision. Yeah, he really did. He had there's so many damning screenshots of Trent Richardson running the wrong way, and their holes like right there, or something I mean, like that. Yeah, he was one of, one of those guys that like had one good year and then like just fell off. Yeah, I remember the, everyone was like laughing when the 
Colts, I think, traded a first-round pick for him or something. <laughs> and it was like saying the Browns got fleeced because it was like after his good year. The Brown- <laughs> That was the one trade the Browns probably won. Yeah, another guy like Nick Chubb and all that. Like, exactly. Shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the month of March. Madness. March Madness. If you are into college basketball betting at all, which I have recently become into myself, mm-hmm. then you know that now is the time that separates the boys from the men and the girls from the women. Women, ladies, yeah. The ladies. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> the ladies. This is where true, I wouldn't even say this is where true knowledge comes into effect because there's so many crazy things that can happen. This is where real money is made. I will say that. Yep. If you like the under, if you were smart enough to pick the right underdogs, that's where the big money is made. Out of all the months, this is the busy, busiest your gut will be because you'll be using your gut. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. This is the busiest gut month around. Yeah. And if you're looking to make some gutty bets, if you're looking to gut some bets out, mm-hmm. there's no better place to do it than DraftKings, which is the official sports betting partner of this podcast. DraftKings has. Any bet you could possibly imagine for March Madness, NBA, really just any sport in general. A whole nine yards. I put an I put an esports parlay in the other day. Jade told me a esports parlay didn't hit, but it was I was, it was just fun. like I, I've never yeah I've never thought I would be betting on esports, but it was super easy with DraftKings. So mm-hmm. It was right there. Mm-hmm. So DraftKings says it all. If you're looking to make some real money this March, if you got some, if you if your gut's telling you about some team, then you might as well just throw throw some cheese on it. Mm-hmm. Turn it into a business. Turn your sports intuition into a side hustle side hustle yeah passive income that's all you gotta do head to DraftKings now download the app and just have yourself a ball this march because i know i'll be doing it it's gonna be madness it's gonna be crazy must be 21 years or older new jersey indiana or pennsylvania only new customers only a minimum five dollar deposit one dollar wage required one per customer restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details and if you have a gambling problem please call 1-800-GAMBLER Coming are you up. gonna are you gonna watch the combine at all? Have you been? I'll take a glimpse. Because quarterbacks don't even really throw anymore. Their agents all just tell them not to. They just tell them to wait for their pro day. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's fun for like an hour. It's like you're hungover on the couch on a Sunday and you just watch the combine and fall asleep. I don't think there's anything I would rather I would least rather watch than the combine when I'm hungover. But it's like easy like falling asleep material. It's That's like, true. It's, it's like, like golf. It's exactly. It's yeah. Like golf. Okay, I get that. I don't know which combine's probably more peaceful than the watching golf. Yeah, because there's at least there's crowds at golf. Right. Have you seen this trend that coaches aren't send aren't going to the combine anymore? Uh, like McVeigh's not going. I think uh shit. There's some other coaches not going either. Well, I think pro days are kind of eclipsing the combine. Well, especially now with technology, you could just do it all on. You can watch it all on TV. The NFL Network shows every single player. Right. Like you're not gonna see something different in person than what's on TV. Like they post the times. And he could just probably like McVeigh. He could probably just send some some of his Rams guys there to interview him and just delegate. Yeah, the interview part I think is the only part you're really missing on. And apparently, the combine is where all the coaches get fucked up. Yeah, that part I think they are missing. Apparently, yeah. there's like I've seen so many stories of like there's certain like there's a certain like row of like steakhouses and bars that all the coaches and agents go to, and they just get fucking plastered that Gosh. week. That would be so much fun. Which NFL coach that would be the most fun to get fucked up? Oh, with? that's a great question. I, th- um, I, I think I would go Doug Peterson. <laughs> I think Doug Peterson would be a blast. That would be a good one. Fuck, I gotta get a second to think about that. Yeah, take your time. I think McVeigh would obviously be fun. Actually, no, McVeigh would be a nightmare. I think he would just yap a lot. McVeigh is definitely in the nightmare blunt rotation. I will say that. Yeah. He'd be like on Adderall or something and just yeah. talk too much. It just yeah, he would start talking about plays from like 2006 or something like that. I think Pete Carroll would be kind of fun. Pete Carroll would be a good time. I bet he can put back some drinks. Dan Campbell would be a fucking prick about it. 
Yeah, I think he would like try and get people to go to. He's Dan Campbell's the type of dude he gets drunk and like tries to arm wrestle. Yeah, yeah, he's a hundred percent that guy. Mm-hmm. Like he tries to get physical, or he like puts you in like a bear hug. Like when he he's like goes to the bathroom, comes back and like sneaks up behind yeah, you, yeah. Like puts you in a chokehold. He like order Irish coffee all night, just be way too caffeinated. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, I bet Andy Reid would be a fun time. Yeah, I'd be. I'd be I think he. He's, I think he's an early bedtime though. Yeah, I think Andy Reid has like a couple. He like he he leaves before the night really starts to ramp up. I'm worried for Andrew. I always, I always think he's on the brink of getting a heart attack. I do too. Because he does not look healthy. No, and he like jokes about like he has like no plans really to like fix his diet or anything like that. Yeah. I do wor- I do worry about him. And that Kansas City heat in the summer is like oof does. And the barbecue. Oh, yeah, he does not have a good diet. I'm very concerned about him. <laughs> um, I like Harbaugh. Harbaugh would be fun. John Harbaugh, not yeah. Jim Harbaugh. Oh, Jim Harbaugh, no, Jim Harbaugh would fuck it. I would. There's no one I think I'd rather drink with less than Jim Harbaugh. Why? He's so just loud and intense. The last thing I want when I'm drinking with someone is loud and intense. Why, why, are you Maybe going, if, if like, okay, okay. Well, are you going to speakeasies or what? What's going on? Like, no, okay. Like, <laughs> I, let me, let me change this. Are you just drinking? Is it just you and them drinking? Or are you in a big group? If I'm in a big group, I could hit. I could handle Jim Harbaugh. He'd be like a good like lightning rod to get the night going. But if it's just me and him sitting like at a bar, like we were doing bar trivia like last week, if it was just me and him, I would fucking hate that. <laughs> there would be nothing worse than just boozing right right next to Jim Harbaugh. He's just like screaming at the TV. It's like Jim, this is a rerun game from yeah. 2008. This right, is NFL's best hits. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like the Big Ten Network. It's a replay of the Michigan Ohio State game. Oh, he, yeah. that, he probably, he's probably the dude who goes to the bar and requests that <laughs> that game gets put on. He's got it on DVD. He's like, "Hey, can you pop?" This yeah, can you do it? <laughs> that'd be a fucking nightmare. Oh, I can't really think of anyone. McDermott would maybe be fun. Yeah, Sean McDermott. I don't know too much about him, but he'd be okay. What about Belichick? Yes or no? Um, you're assuming you're getting like prime offseason Belichick. Like it's it's May. There's nothing else going on. Like there's th- no football. I think I think it'd be like I'd be really excited to drink with him. But yeah. then when I started drinking, I'd be like, all right, all right he's, we have, he's not really saying we much. have nothing in common. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think Belichick strikes me as the guy who turns red when he drinks. Oh yeah. He's like a Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> Does Tyler turn red? Oh yeah, he gets his cheeks get really red. That's funny. I wonder what that is. That's like a gene, isn't it? It's an uh, it's an allergic reaction. Gross. Yeah. That's yeah, that's fun. That would be a good time. I can't think of anybody else. Yeah. Fuck. There's so many. I know there's so many we're missing. Like, uh, 100%. Yeah. You think Kingsbury is a fun time? Now that he got his ex- contract extension, maybe. I mean, if he gets a nap in before. What makes you think? Oh, he is a fucking He's tired a boy. Sleepy soldier. <laughs> a very sleepy soldier. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, I don't think Kyle Shanahan would be fun. I think he's too intense. I'd agree. I think LaFleur. Lee seems like a lightweight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Matt Speaking La- of tidy coaches, he looks very tight. Yeah. Matt LaFleur just seems like he, a like a two shot, like he'd have two shots and then be passed out at the table. Okay. I don't know why. I've, this is all just purely based off my gut, but Matt Lafleur just seems like he would pass out after like two or three drinks. How tall is he? He's five ten two. Yeah, what the hell? He's tight. Yeah, he is. Small. He looks like a tiny man. Yeah, Matt Lafleur. He'd be the type. He'd be. He'd come in super excited. Like hell yeah, drinking with the boys. Like the wife's letting me out, and then he just has like way too much, way too quick, and is just out for the rest of the night. He's just like rumplements, rumplements, rumplements. Hundred percent. Oh, which God. is pretty. Which is kind of me at some some nights too. But right. Well, you guys can bond over that. Pretty much. I'm trying. I'm just going through divisions now, trying to think of someone. But I think we might. We might have hit them all. I think we got them all. Yeah. So that that part I think would be 
shitty to miss at the combine. Just like drink. I I would love to. Go. I think they probably close those restaurants down when the combine comes. Like makes them private because I don't think just anyone can go. Because Peter Schrager always brags that he gets in on those events. God. That's Peter Schrager's thing is just bragging. Right. That he's yeah. an insider. I really like Peter Schrager, like his insight and stuff. But he just says something sometimes. It's just like you're just bragging for no reason, <laughs> and you're also like. In any other context, you're a fucking nerd. You're a nerd. You're you are me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that should be me. Yeah. That should be me having a podcast with Sean McVay. Not yeah. you. Sounds like jealousy there, Matthew. A little bit. I'm I'm what they say is projecting. Yes, yes. Hundred percent. Oh, you've been keeping up with this MLB lockout at all? Not really. I just see people on Twitter saying Manfred's worse than hitler pretty much seen a lot of that too people love throwing around the worse than hitler stuff i think (laughs) we've gotten a little too loose as a society with the worse than hitler i think we should back that up a little bit yeah Yeah. we could maybe go like worse than mussolini or something (laughs) yeah notch down worse than napoleon but from what i've I've read a few articles about it not to brag and it just sounds like the the owners and or just the league in general has their very specific set of demands and they're refusing to meet the players on it because the players obviously want to play yeah and it sounds like the first three weeks this season have been as of now canceled Mm. the first like i think the first two series series yep. yep so those have been canceled and yesterday people were striking outside the mlb offices and obviously the police came just because police love defending rich people wait so they're on a public street yeah, but apparently they were like harassing or like disturbing the peace. So huh. they got they got given the boot. I know like a lot of barstool employees were out there and they got in trouble. Oh, so who knows? Sure. It, they could have yeah, actually been knows? like throwing shit or something like that. Probably. But it'll be interesting. The I haven't really thought of a lockout since the NFL lockout a few years ago. And even then I think they only missed the Hall of Fame game. That was and that was a while. That was more than a few years ago, I think. That was like ten years ago, like twenty eleven. Yeah. Yep. But they, uh, I think they only missed the Hall of Fame game. There was an NBA lockout like 10 years ago also. That's right. That's right. That's yeah, Le- that's right. When LeBron was playing foot- football flag football. <laughs> that was so he was funny. so fucking cocky. Oh, yeah. He was like, I, yeah, I could go to the NFL, whatever you guys want. It's like, LeBron, get in the fucking meeting room. <laughs> yeah. you, you don't think your input would be nice right about now? That NBA lockout was actually kind of sweet because there's like, you'd see like a bunch of pickup games on the internet. The NBA lockout actually went into, I think, Christmas Day, didn't it? It was a while. Yeah, because it started. Yep, you're right. Yeah, I think they Christmas. started the season on Christmas. Yeah. But like Kevin Durant was like, going to yeah rucker park fucking that shit was so sick i do like that a lot i wish i do like now that the internet's around like joel and b does that he's famous for going to philly like parks and just wrecking people yeah yeah i wish i would have loved to see like i know ai did that back in the day too i wish we had like video of ai cooking people Mm -hmm. and like during that nba lockout it was kind of like the blossoming of like twitter exactly especially like nba twitter yes so that was like really cool to see yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with the MLB. I do really – opening day is probably when I watch the most baseball besides if I actually go to a game. So I'm a little bummed that that's going to be delayed if it still stays that way. Oh, but, also, okay, here we go. Yeah, go for it. I, I, I like watching the Twins a lot. Fuck Bally Sports. I fucking hate Bally Sports Are they so the people much. who broadcast the Twins game? So, yeah, they bought Fox Sports North, but Bally Sports is not on like any like streaming platform. Yeah, so you have to have like basic cable to watch. I remember this because yes. we were trying to find – I was living in North Carolina with my friend at the time, and he's a pretty big Twins fan. We were trying to find the game. We couldn't, so we were forced to buy MLB TV. Yeah, and like I don't understand why they can't come to a deal. I don't understand – yeah, I guess like money and all that shit, but I just don't understand the advantage of holding out your product from as many people as possible. It just Is it all just because money? Yeah, because I would be watching the Wild. I'd be watching the T-Wolves. T- and I would be definitely been watching the Twins 
like I used to like every summer, like yeah. every day. It's it's perfect like background TV. Right. And I like, okay, I want to see how they're fucking doing, but like I have no idea how anybody's doing. And I was trying to watch the wild the other, other night. They're on ESPN plus mm-hmm. and it got blocked out. Like that's ridiculous. I don't know. Like I'm trying to watch your product and they're not letting me watch your product. That's so stupid. <laughs> is that just a like Midwest, like a Fox sports North thing? Uh, I think they, it's, I think it's a, well, all the Fox Valley sports. sports is not on any sort of like YouTube TV subscription. Yeah. You know, there's like Valley sports wherever. Yep. Yeah. It's a, it's very similar to Fox sports, like whatever. Yeah. But like, they're just like on like no streaming services, not on Hulu live, not on YouTube TV. Like, I don't understand the thinking with that. I just, yeah, I'm obviously fucking money talk shit walks, I guess. But when you're debating over just like millions and millions of dollars, I, I just don't know. I don't relate to a lot of like money. I'm not business minded at oh, all. I thought you were. Sorry. That's why I asked. No, <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. I don't I don't have the answer, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just, it's ridiculous. I don't understand how you can withhold your product and expect that to work out in the long term. People are just going to lose interest. They're just, it's a lose, 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 I think. Yeah. Like nobody's winning. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I, I, I guess, I think it's just a bunch of old, stubborn, like, businessmen who are just holding out yeah, for the win. They just want the win. That's all it is. Right. It's just, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to, I'm sorry, I, I only watch the Twins. I'm not going to pay for MLB TV just right. to watch the Twins p- get rocked. And I think you're subject to blackout, too, if you don't pay for, like, the ultimate package or whatever. Yep. Yeah, that, and that happened to us. We bought the MLB TV basic, and it was like, yep, you still can't do it. So we had to upgrade to the ultimate, and then... I think my friend still has it, but like I paid, I like we split it for those first months while we were living together. <laughs> so, so I was just stupid. like, because I think you have to buy it for the whole season. Right. It's like an arm and a leg. Yeah. At that point, it's literally cheaper, especially for the twins. It's literally cheaper to go to the games. But a lot of t- but if you're blocked out, like in Fargo, you're three hours away. You're not yeah, that, that, yeah, game. exactly. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Especially for a twins game. Yeah. No. It's one thing if it's a Vikings game, but like. Yeah. The Vikings, at least it's only like a few games a year. You'll stomach it. You'll like pay up or whatever but the twins play like every single night like <laughs> you're gonna people, black it out yeah it's so stupid <laughs> yeah. like what you're doing is you're making fans just you're making you're just weaning fans off of your product basically <laughs> right. like yeah. like so you're like they're trying to quit your it's like an addiction like they're like usually it's just like a habit oh i'll turn on the twins game while i'm like cooking dinner or something and now you're just making it so oh you know what i'm just gonna forget i'm gonna replace it with something else <laughs> yeah it's so stupid i don't know I just want to rant that I had to get off my chest. No, I'm glad I you got it off. I hate Valley Sports. Yeah, I hope. And also Valley Sport. That's such a bad name. It really is. I, th- I keep thinking you're saying Valley for the first like <laughs> yeah, five Valley. times you said Valley. it there. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to look into the camera for this one. Fuck you, Valley Sports. Valley Sports. Get your shit together. Get your shit together. And you too, MLB. Fucking get baseball ready to go. It's not that hard. It's not that Meet hard. in the middle. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we want, we want a product they will only watch opening day of. Yeah, exactly. If you want my if you want my <laughs> two eyeballs on your product for a weekend, <laughs> get it together. Get it together for real. I'd like to start watching baseball. I just don't know where. To, I guess you start by just watching. <laughs> that was about to be. The, I'm glad I caught myself there. That was about to be fucking stupid. I like to watch baseball, but I don't just know don't where know where to start. start. Yeah, and I'm glad I caught myself there. Um. All right. Shit. Uh. So, so you got your rant off your chest. I'm going to get my rant off my chest. Okay. The Lakers are a poverty franchise. Yes. And I'm sick of it. I've been defending. I've been the biggest Lakers stan probably since Kobe left. Like, I was really like, hey, trust the process. I was I was there for the Wesley Connington days or the Jeremy Lin days and Oof. all that shit. The Kyle Oof. Kuzma days. I, pl- I still played as them in 2K when it was like Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma. Mm. The, I, I get 
they're they're standing up to LeBron. The new news coming out is that Jeannie Buss was really pissed when LeBron said like he's when LeBron said he was like one of Cleveland's all stars or whatever. Oh yeah. Which yeah. I get that. That was a fucking stupid thing for LeBron to say. Because yeah. he said like he's like oh Cleveland actually has three all stars: Garland, uh, Jared Allen, and me. So like middleman LeBron like. That is the one thing in the grand scheme. I was I, saying this on the podcast before grand scheme of things. LeBron, I think is a great role model, but just those little fucking things he says. Drives you nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, when you're in, in middle of the season, like you'll forget about it in a month or so, Yeah. but mid season, it's just like, what ah, yeah. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> go zero dark, go zero. Dark. Yeah. Go zero dark 30, <laughs> but with press conferences, LeBron, seriously. Yeah. Um, but so apparently that really pissed owner Jeannie Buss off and they like she stood up to Rich Paul and LeBron for like the first time and now apparently the two sides aren't really talking right now. Oh wow. So it's been kind of icy in Laker town. And plus also they fucking suck. Very they're bad. so bad. They're I d- very bad. So I think they're at a they're at a crossroads. I think they're at this crossroads when Magic Johnson left too. It reminds me a lot of that situation where they either need to ship off LeBron and just blow the whole thing up and start over, or they need to say Fuck it, here's the keys, LeBron. What do you want us to do? Does this hurt LeBron's legacy for how shitty the Lakers are? I was thinking that the other day. Um, I think we'll I think we're gonna in the grand scheme of things, 10, 20 years down the road, I don't think we'll think of the LeBron Lakers years. Hmm. Although they did win a championship, granted, M- Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse ring. ring. Yep. But <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean, I think we'll look at it more like the Jordan Wizards years or the I think that's probably my best example because <laughs> Peyton Pey- Manning was actually pretty good on the Broncos. Yeah, and yeah. LeBron is still playing well. Individually speaking, he's playing well. It's just his team sucks, and I just don't know. Well, he also built the team. Do you actually believe that, though? Well, wrangling in Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. Anthony Davis, that one is on him. Yes. Right. I don't think Westbrook was as much on him. I don't think Westbrook was his first choice. I mean, Frank Vogel is his coach. Ty Lue was technically the coach. Then he backed out. Okay. That was supposed to be Ty Lue. Fair enough. Then it was Frank Vogel. But I think that's one of LeBron's guys is Frank Vogel. Maybe his B choice. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, so he got the coach. He got Anthony Davis, who just fucking, we got to get some bubble wrap around him or something. (laughs) I don't know how. I'm sure sure he's tough. I'm sure he's way tougher than me. Well, I don't know. Maybe. But fuck, he misses fucking every game. (laughs) When does he play? I don't see him play at all. Yeah. That is true. And in the bubble, he played quite a bit. But yeah, he did that. Well, that's when it all worked out. Like that's that bubble season worked out perfectly for the Lakers because they got a whole off season to like rest up before the playoffs. Right. It just worked out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like if they if that season had gone on the way it is, there's no chance that Lakers team would have won the championship. Right. Yeah. There the is Clippers a... would have smoked them. Yeah. Maybe. Hard to say. I don't know. But the LeBron Anthony Davis thing, it works when they're both on the court. It's Anthony Davis in a vacuum is probably the best player LeBron's ever played with. I would say Kyrie is close. Yeah. I would say I mean, D Wade, but D Wade, Wade was, was of, shot at those by the time LeBron. He was like there. on the tail end of his prime. Yes. D-Wade he would still, he D Wade would put up like the quietest 25 you would ever see. Yeah. Like you'd look at the box score or after the game, like, wait, wait, when did Dwayne Wade score 25? Cause it would just be a lot of like dishes, like for layups or just like quick mid ranges. Right. Or free throws. That's true. Kyrie was phenomenal in that in that series, mm-hmm. that 3-1 series. But I still think overall talent, Anthony Davis is the best player LeBron has played with in a vacuum. In a vacuum. Yes. Okay. Um, But, yeah, I just don't know where the Lakers go from here. Shaq was saying the other day that he thinks they go the route, like, give LeBron the keys. 
But like, there's not nothing they can do this season. This season's kind of a wash. Yeah, they'll, the deadline's done. Yeah, they'll go to the play-in tournament, and I think they'll probably make it to the playoffs. But they're if you think the fucking Suns are afraid of playing them in the one seed or the Warriors or anything like that. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. LeBron's going to have to go fucking zero dark, dark 60. 1,000. Yeah, he's going to have to not just stay <laughs> off social media. He's going to have to take the apps off his phone. <laughs> that's a big step for him. He's going to have to You have to just put his whole phone. He might have to go flip phone <laughs> for, <laughs> for this playoffs. It's like that photo of LeBron with a flip phone taking a picture. Have you seen oh, that? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be like he's going to have that phone. Or he's going to have to go back to reading the Hunger Games before <laughs> games like he did back in Miami. Or like the Godfather. Yep, he would do that one too. He would read the first chapter of every book known <laughs> <Yeah>. to man. <laughs> that is the one criticism for LeBron I will always laugh at is that he only reads the first chapters of books and he just loves getting pictures taken with books. Books, yeah. He's a bookworm. He needs to get a Kindle. He doesn't need to have a <laughs> get a hardcover of a book. Right. Well, he's like, I probably retain it better if uh, you know, <laughs> read it this way. Is that a LeBron impression? That's, LeBron. That's pretty good actually. <laughs> it was like a southern man. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how he talks though. Uh, well, he's in the South, California. <laughs> that's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> a few thousand miles off. It is. Oh shit. Yeah. I hope it works out because I think the playoffs are better when LeBron's in them. I think personally, I still think the league relies a bit on LeBron. I think if LeBron retired right now, the league would be in trouble. I've said this before on the podcast. Yeah, I really don't know to be honest. I think Giannis and Katie and Steph could do pretty well but i think lebron's a pretty big factor for a lot of people yeah especially and just the lakers in general if the lakers are in the playoffs it's obviously better too mm-hmm. that's true yeah we'll see what happens i don't really we I will don't are you, speaking of the lakers are you going to be watching the lakers hbo c- series at all yeah i'll take a gander at it i'm very i'm gonna get hbo for that reason i've been wow. like flirting with the idea for a while this and larry david is coming out with like an interview documentary thing about his life oh so i want to check that one out too well there's there's much better shows on HBO. That's all you're looking forward to. I've heard that. Yeah, that Game of Thrones one is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's one of them. I don't think I'll ever watch Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, it's worth watching. Is it? Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things except for the ending. People bitched about the ending. I never saw the ending. Maybe really? I made it like the first five seasons. I think I would. I think if I were to watch, I would only watch those first few seasons, and I think I would just stop before that's that last what, season. That's kind of what I did. I watched like the first five and. Missed the last two. I'm just not a fantasy guy. I like superhero and I like sci-fi. I do not like fantasy. It's too slow for me. Soup, you like superhero sci-fi, but you don't like fantasy. I don't know what That's I don't weird. know what it is. That's bizarre. I think it's because superhero and sci-fi, I could still like I'm still grounded in reality a little bit. Mm. Like the rest of the world around is like realistic. Okay. And even like Lord of the Rings, I was just so bored except for the Smeagol parts. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. I just like doing my Smeagol impression, but I'm not going to do it on the podcast. I'll save that for when we have a Patreon. I'll do a whole episode <laughs> of Smeagol. Yeah, that'll get people. Yeah, for it. real. Yeah, so stay tuned for that one. <laughs> the Smeagol episode. Um, so yeah, the series always coming out. I'm a little bummed out. The only thing I'm bummed out is that uh, Larry Bird was originally going to be played by Bo Burnham. Did you know that? weird right but he backed out because he had a scheduling conflict but i really wish that would have happened because i would have loved to see it because bo burnham's huge he's like six six is he that tall he's really i think so oh. this has been the height episode we've been looking up everyone's height might as well look it up but i'm pretty sure he's like he's six, probably five six. ten like everybody else in the world he might be but now i'm pretty sure yeah see the first thing that comes up is height he is six five. six five wow yeah he's huge but he was gonna play larry bird and i was so excited to see how that would have gone but interesting backed out but it'll still be a really good series i think i'm still gonna watch i like john c Riley a lot yeah i think that'll be really interesting and it's just a cool premise but it got me thinking what other 
teams or sports stories would you love to see a movie or a TV show on? Um, I would like to see the 2010 Vikings. They were pretty fucking chaotic. Hundred percent. So that was, was that. That was the dome collapsing. That was Favre's last year with yep. the Vikings. Randy Moss, Randy Moss comes back for a month. Gets bad catering food. Quits. <laughs> no, he didn't quit because of that. He got cut because he didn't go for the. He got pass interference and didn't go for the when the ball landed at his feet against the Patriots. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. But like, but there was some like somebody they had catering and he. Made, Randy Moss made a big scene. It's my favorite Viking story of all time. They got catering and he, it was a local shop and he said, what the fuck you guys are serving us dog food made a big scene. And Chad Greenway fucking savior of local business was so pissed off that he had to be held back from fight from <laughs> no fighting way. Randy Moss. I oh, didn't know that. Oh yeah, dude. You, it, fucking Chad Greenway was quote unquote inconsolable. And I, uh, I went to Christmas like a month after that happened in his hometown. Cause that's like where my mom grew up. Mm-hmm. And it was the talk of the town. Everyone's like, yeah, Chad was so happy when Randy was cut. He said he was the cockiest son bitch you ever, <laughs> you ever done seen. That's my Mitchell, South Dakota impression. <laughs> He's so mean. Yeah, he said he, yeah, they said they were all, that Chad Greenway could not have been happy when Randy was off the team. But yeah, Chad was fucking pissed. Over pasta? No, just the fact that Randy was making fun of a local business. Oh, <laughs> if it was Olive Garden, Chad wouldn't have said anything. No, yeah, but it was it was like a local small business, and apparently Chad was just heated. It's like oh, these are hardworking people like me. Wow, what a lunch pill guy, Chad Greenway. Oh, the definition <laughs> couldn't catch for shit, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be that would be a good one. I would say the 2010s Miami Heat. I think that mm. we talked about them a little bit earlier with the D Wade, but they had so many characters on that squad. Yep, Mike Miller, Ray Allen, Greg Oden, uh, Juwan Howard. Shane Battier, Mario Chalmers would be hilarious to see on the big screen. Yeah. LeBron D then LeBron D Wade. And then it ends with like how Pat Riley, like after they lost in the finals of the Spurs, Pat Riley like basically said, like, if these guys like flee, they're cowards, and they all left. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Except for I think D Wade stayed for a year. But LeBron left and then Chris Bosch left for the Mavericks and never played. Oh, you're, it. You're, you're you're saying 2013 You said twenty ten heat. Uh, just the 2010s in general. It would start with oh, like I a see, decision. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. It would start with a decision. It'd be like a three season show. Gotcha, start with a decision. Have them losing the Mavericks. Like season one ends with them losing the Mavericks. And then like they win season two. It's the game seven against the Spurs to win it would be sick. And then they get rocked by the Spurs the next year. Wow, real downfall of a story that would be. A little bit, yeah. Hmm. So I like them. I think the 2014 New England Patriots would be good. The year with the Seahawks won because that was like the, the deflate gate. That was their first Super Bowl win in 10 years. Yep. People always forget that. They were in the Super Bowl twice in, in that time period, mm-hmm. but they lo- they had won for 10 Giants. years. Tom Brady said that's his favorite Super Bowl of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's his favorite football moment was the Malcolm Butler pick. Mm-hmm. What, you, you disagree with that? <laughs> what do you think his win against the Rams was his best Super Bowl? Uh, well, I think his first one was his best Super Bowl. Well, like, just for him, I thought the first one would be his best one or favorite one. I don't think so. He, was, he didn't know what he didn't know at that point. He was like a... It was his second year in the league, his first year starting. Yeah, I guess. And he probably just thought, oh, this shit's easy. The first probably three, he even said, like, the first three is like, oh, this is easy. Yeah. I suppose if you have sex for the first time, it's not going to be your best round. It's going to be, like, down the road. Yeah, but he's still the one you think about the most, probably. That's true. Or if, not your But favorite. if Malcolm Butler walks in when you're having sex, that would probably be pretty, pretty <laughs> memorable, too, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, another one I have is the 86 Mets. They, okay. They just had a crazy, they won the World Series that year. That they were doing a bunch of drugs. In the were they? Like just railing lines, drinking. Drugs are cool. Drugs are so sweet. But I think that'd be kind of <laughs> Never cool. Never done them, but. Yeah. And I think that would very that would fit HBO very well if they were 
you know, it's very drug heavy. So yeah, my next one, I, I guess we, I was, in, I, this one, I was thinking about the channel. I want the 2008 Boston Celtics, but I want it to be just a shitty like CBS laugh track comedy. <laughs> Cause those fucking dudes we've talked, I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but they fucking milk that championship like no other. Yeah. Yeah. Th- there's never been a team that has milked one championship more than the 2008 Boston Celtics. <laughs> So I'm going to say them and make it just like a laugh track comedy just to disrespect them. Yeah. Kevin Garnett can shove off. Paul Pierce can shove off. And Kevin Garnett can play himself. Yeah, he's an actor now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he did really good at Uncut Gems. Very good. Yeah, any more? I got one more. Uh, I got nothing. The last word I have, excuse Ooh, me. You. Wow. Thank you, is the Ryan Lochte saga. Okay. I think that would be really funny. I went back and looked at those details again of that story. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, he was they, all over the place. They were all, him and the boys were all hammered and went into a shell gas station and just destroyed the bathroom, like, just for fun. And then, like, when they got questioned afterwards and, like, tried to leave the country or whatever, they said they got robbed and that's why the bathroom was that bad. And then afterwards, Lochte came on to, I think it was the Today Show, and he said, I over-exaggerated that story, which is the funniest way to say I blatantly lied of all time. <laughs> <laughs> to like, Nothing could be further from the truth. That They literally did not get robbed whatsoever. They didn't have a gun pointed at them at all. Yeah. But they, like they said, they someone came in and pointed a gun at their forehead and like trashed the place and left. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, he was quite the character, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, you could get, like, Jimmy Tatro to play him or, like, just whoever, like, is famous for playing just, like, frat douchebags or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. There's somebody out there. I don't know. Like, the guy who plays Thad Castle could probably play him Ugh. from Blue Mountain State. I'm not a big Blue Mountain State fan. I'm not either. I'm surprised I'm surprised you're... No, I'm not surprised you're not. Uh-huh. You never watch it in college with the boys. We had a, a we we had a nightly tradition where all the boys would come over to my oh, dorm God, and we'd watch it. And I, so and I hate much. it. I'm like, this... I was just, it was just like one of those shows. I'm like, I don't like, I know, <laughs> like I, like I know I'm straight, but this show just makes me like question that. Cause all the other guys in the room were like, Oh, fucking chicks and stuff. And I'm oh, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not like that. Ex- like it's TV. Like I'm not that excited. It's like turned up masculinity. Hunter, that's, that's probably the right, <laughs> the right word for it. But yeah, it was just, I felt just so out of place watching that show. I was just like, I get like why you guys are laughing, but like, really? It's just like low-hanging fruit jokes. I think. Yeah, I'm like, have you guys ever heard of, I don't know, The Office? Yeah. <laughs> I was fucking that guy, dude. Uh, have you heard of Rick and Morty? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, at that point for me, it would have been uh, freshman year. Yeah, it would have been like How I Met Your Mother. I've never I've never really watched it before. I enjoy I enjoy. It's the one laugh track comedy I can stomach. Not Seinfeld? I've never seen it. Wow. Well, we each got a homework assignment for... Yeah, the, I gotta watch every episode month. of a 200 episode TV series. <laughs> Pretty much. With March Madness going on. Yeah. <laughs> we won't know a single game. We'll just be like, oh, we'll be logging on to this podcast. Like, yeah, so Barney and Robin just not getting together. <laughs> not getting together. It just turns into like a How You Met Your Mother podcast. Pretty much. The goose egg How I Met Your Mother podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those are the only ones I got. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, cool. You got anything else to say before we wrap it up? You got any locks for this weekend? Any games you're going to be watching specifically? Um, If you're going to parlay any college basketball, I would par- put a Duke parlay in. Okay. You just, you just, just think they're going to crush? Just, you know, sprinkle the A little parlay. sprinkle? Yep. Don't hate do that. that. I think that's the safest bet this week. I'll do that myself. I didn't take any of your bets last week. I kind of feel bad, so I'm going to take this one. Yeah. So I, if, any, if anybody's doing a parlay, just do just throw in a Duke money line. I think that's almost a guarantee. Odds are probably, aren't probably very good, but... 
It's pretty much it. Yeah, it's free cheese. Very free cheese. As we call it. Yep. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. March Madness is around the corner. Stay tuned. We might be doing some sort of stream or something like that. Mm-hmm. We haven't worked out the details yet, but it'll be a good time. Enjoy college basketball. Enjoy the NBA, unless you're a dad, because all dads hate the NBA. <laughs> yeah, stick to high school basketball. Exactly. Cheer on your local high school basketball team this week. Peace. Peace.